I'm John Underhill, and this is the Red Special Guitar Podcast. Hi there, if this is your first time listening to the podcast then welcome, and if you're a regular then welcome back, thanks for joining me again. Now before we get into this week's guest, I just wanted to say again thank you to all of you for listening and showing your support, it's really humbling to see that so many people are getting so much from these episodes and the last one with Andy Guyton was absolutely fantastically received and has done wonders for the channel and a big thank you to Andy again for for agreeing to be on the on the podcast and for being such a wonderful guest um out the back of that we've then been approached and had um one of the forum members who's has made me a website, um, redspecialguitarpodcast.com, which should be live at the time of this episode going out. It's um, it's going to be updated over time, and it's going to have some more content put on it, and I'm still working on elements of it, but it's a good place to go to see who we've spoken to and catch up. And I, I'd like to say thank you to Thomas Broncard, who not only is a fantastic guitar player and all-round lovely chap, but he's been spending some time, his own time, working with me or telling me what to do and doing a lot of the work himself on putting that together for me, which is absolutely fantastic. Thomas, you're a, you're a lovely chap and I know, and you know, you're going to be a guest on the podcast soon. So look forward to that, everyone. And off the back of that, I'd also like to announce that we have a new Red Special Guitar Podcast Supporters merch shop, which you can find from the website. And that allows you to buy t-shirts and mugs and all your Red Special Guitar Podcast merch so that you can tell everyone or show everyone that you are supporting the podcast. So today on the Red Special Podcast, I am very pleased to welcome probably the most improved guitar player of the forum in the last 12 months. He's smiling at me, so um, he maybe doesn't agree, but um, you might call him a wizard, but I'm going to call him Merlin. Merlin, welcome to the Red Special Guitar Podcast. How are you? Well, hello, John. Thank you, thank you for that lovely introduction. Um, <laughs> re, re, I'm, I'm good, thank you, and very pleased to be part of this whole adventure that you are creating with this Red Special podcast. Yeah, I think it's really, really a good idea. I, 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 we haven't seen anything like th- like that before in the Red Special world. I think there hasn't been any, any podcast, any any recordings, audio recordings of of famous people uh, in this forum. Not saying I'm fa- not to saying I'm famous, but well, you uh, are in the forum though, Merlin. You I mean you've been around for a little while now, and most people know who you are. So I wouldn't say you're you're well known. That's for sure. Yeah, I am well known in in that community, and that's that's already something. Yeah, and definitely. I, I'm proud of it. Good. Well, um, so how where, where in the world are you, Merlin? For those that don't know, like myself, I am living in Lausanne. In that uh, medium-sized city in the west of Switzerland, f- French-speaking city, so that that expl- that probably explains the rather shitty accent, but that's all right. I think no, no. you well, understand me. Yeah, it's, I do definitely. And um, how has COVID been affecting you over the last twelve months? Has it changed your lifestyle much? Has it given you more time to play guitar? Yeah, I think that's probably the only upside of, uh, of of this lockdown and everything that I have more time to play guitar and uh, I think I improved massively over this 
since uh, the beginning of the last year of 2020 since now i think that this is the, it's the time where i improved the most um Def because yeah, we had an, we have we had like five months uh, where we didn't have any school uh, where school was very poorly managed through zoom classes and everything and it was just ridiculous and i just play guitar to forget everything about that and it was so uh, you sorry are you back in school now then yeah absolutely uh we are now in pretty much normal classes we are we are always wearing masks and uh our p classes gym classes i don't know how you call that there but it's yeah. we are in half groups and everything because they and they made they make us um do ridiculous sports like um mini golf or pink <laughs> or table tennis or something like that just they have no idea because there, there aren't any sports that is covid friendly really yeah it's big change big changes around the world really yeah it's, yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's affected us all but no thank you for agreeing to be on the podcast you're on my top 10 list of people to grab because i think um and we'll come on to this but to me you're the future of the forum and you you and your presence and the way you've progressed embody everything that is good about the forum and i just thought if i was going to talk to someone then i'd need to talk to merlin yeah i'm i'm, I'm really happy really uh, it's a pleasure to be here lovely so merlin can you for those that don't know and i don't know because we've not really spoken like this before but what was your can you describe to me or can you remember your first queen song and where you were and yeah, I, I think I don't really remember most of it, but I seem to remember when I was a bit um, younger, I played a lot of, uh, you know, GTA 5, the game. Yep. And uh, there is a song on the radio that often uh, uh, happens, and it's uh, Radio Gaga. There's always this song when you're on the, um, in, in a car and listening to the radio. And I kind of like that song, and that was maybe my first experience with Queen. Of course, my, my parents uh, listened to a lot of music, so maybe there was some Queen somewhere into that. But I don't think I listened to Queen um, um, in the... Like, I, don't, I didn't want to listen to Queen. See? Yeah. It wasn't, I didn't realize it was Queen and the genius of the songs, really. It was just a song like, like others, really. See, so, so you're there playing GTA 5 and Radio Gaga comes on and... Yeah. I remember playing GTA 5 a long time ago and you, yeah. sit, you jump in a car after you beat someone up and remember, you're remember driving along in a radio yeah. station. Yeah, Yeah, nice. But the, the real changing point was um, my school was organizing um, a version of the musical We Will Rock You that Brian and Roger made in 2002 and it was an amazing musical. And our, our school decided to do something like that. So uh, I joined as a singer and I sang another uh, one bites the dust and a bit of we will rock you and I, it was a great experience but the the most spine chilling moment of the show was the beginning uh, we played one vision and uh, that whole build up with smokes and uh, the darkness on the stage and and then the big D chord on the guitar yeah. really it, it it was the moment I knew I wanted to play guitar I, I knew I wanted to recreate that sound and uh, it was amazing so couple months after after that i uh i asked my mom for if if you had an electric guitar somewhere because my my uncle was a great musician and he he left us some instruments so oh, right. uh, i i kind of knew we had some kind of instruments I, I knew we had a piano 
and a guitar. So I, I asked her for that, and that's where the whole story began, really. So what what guitar is that, out of curiosity? It was a really cheap Stratocaster replica. Very, It was all battered and everything. Um, tremolo was just awful, but I didn't realize that at the time. When I started, I was completely lost, and I didn't even know how to handle it properly, how to how to place it on my on my knees so i kind of place it like a, a steel guitar slide guitar at the beginning you know flat and with yeah. my fingers above it it and that worked i was so proud i did uh, I, I played who wants to live forever the solo you know it was kind of easy at the time the easiest solo of queen i could find and uh and i have a very shitty cover about that somewhere on youtube and uh, the, the dark web you know <laughs> we'll make sure that we find a link to that to put in the oh, description. Oh, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will. I will. What? Don't you worry about that. <laughs> dare you. <laughs> so, um, so you picked up this Stratton. Yeah. Did you did you get lessons or did you teach yourself? The first, maybe the first three to four months, I was just experimenting and uh, and trying to see how how I need to use it, how what the, how do how to make the chords and everything. And then I took lessons, that was probably the, the best thing that happened. Because uh, I had a great teacher. Um, he was kind of a blues guy, he loved blues music, and he, he was the kind of guy to have students that asked for him like to play heavy metal, or to play jazz, and he would always agree and teach the, so the kids the songs they like, whatever the style is, really. So I asked him for some Queen, and he was like, oh yeah, cool. So. Let's, he showed me how to handle the guitar properly. He he, she showed me um, music theory, and every important aspects uh, that helped me. Then um, I think last year he he left and he went to live in um, in Canada, in Quebec, and then I since then I've been learning on my own, everything. Maybe yeah, so it was yeah December two thousand and nineteen. Okay. So you, um, at what point did you, how long have you been playing guitar, if you don't mind me asking? I started, maybe, okay, that, that musical uh, finished like in May 2018, so it was, I think, August 2018. So like so, three months after, something like that. Yeah. Four months after. So, after. so n not, not a really long time then? No, not that long indeed. No, but, interesting. Yeah, and... Yeah. Um, yeah, I think just the having that teacher who would teach me like the theory behind how to play things, like he would show me, you do th those bends, you do it like that. And then he, I would ask him for a song, he gave me the tabs. I, I, I practiced that at home. And that's I think that's the best way how to learn guitar and how to, to improve fast, is to have songs that contain those techniques you want to learn on the guitar. Like for instance, finding a song that has those double stops bands and everything, and that's the song that you really like and you really want to learn, and that's what motivates me. What motivated me? Because so I could was just find a song that uh, that I wanted to learn and that I, while while having the guitar on my knees, just persevering for hours and hours and hours until I would nail the song. That's how I learned. So, which was the first song you asked him, Queen song, to? to teach the you first song i asked him first queen song that was probably somebody to love i think i wanted to knew those um 
those clean chords. I, I I saw some versions, some live versions, and Brian always has this so the, these clean sounds when playing the, the the chords. I saw. I think it was an old uh, Queen and Adam Lambert version, and now he uses it's his sound is way more clean in that song. So I wouldn't. I wanted to to have those, this kind of clean sounds, clean chord sounds. So I asked him for the for the chords, and he he showed me like uh, how to do a nice G chord, how to do uh, yeah things that like, things like that. And that I I learned the song at home, and I think I have that recorded somewhere. <laughs> I'm sure I can find that too if we look. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you started off with somebody to love, and you you obviously, I guess that. Are you still playing the the Strat copy at that point, or have you managed to stumble across the forum yet? I think I got the Strat. I think I got the Red Special uh, in June two thousand and nineteen. So, yeah, two thousand nineteen, June two thousand nineteen. I got the BMG. I I bought um, half of it with my money and half of it that my parents helped me, and. Uh, and I think it changed, completely changed the way I play, because I, then I, after some months with with the BMG, I went back that that Strat replica. Oh my yeah. God! How did I learn the basics of guitar <laughs> on that piece of crap? Really, it was awful. The action of the strings, it was like a centimeter high <laughs> up, up up the fret, above the fret, and it was awful. The tremolo was just terrible. I, I could push the tremolo, it was not floating. You know, it was just yeah leading against <laughs> against the body of the guitar and every time you used it it was just make all the strings go out of tune it was uh, it's an awful guitar but now i'm i'm restoring it a bit uh it, it's got a new neck on which i bought from ebay and um and uh, a new trim and it it will soon have a it's new life again that it's that it's, de it's deserved really it, it deserves it yeah. Are you doing a strat, like a traditional strat, or are you really yeah. specializing it? No, a really traditional strat, with a new six-point tremolos, tremolo, um, yep. and a maple neck. The, and the, the, the neck was really bad, I think, in the previous one. The frets were all not leveled, like it was a fret up above the other, and it was <laughs> a very bad, very bad neck. But the, the guitar in itself was is, is quite good, I think, the body. So uh, I think it will it will get nice soon restoring it good yeah good thing to do especially if it's your first ever guitar yeah it, it deserves it definitely a good one to keep if you um are able to yeah so <clears throat> in order to you was obviously queen was a big influence with um and i know exactly what you mean with the the intro to one vision the first time i ever heard it i was hooked and i was i need to learn this song and i need to learn this and you, you go off and try and think, like, I mean, what was your journey there? Did you then think, I need to find out what guitar, uh, who's playing that, what guitar yeah, equipment, exactly. or was it? I think that was like between um, when the musical was done and the time I asked my mom for the guitar. I think I made so many researches about the group, uh, what, what Queen was, who was in there, who was the guitar player. What was he using? And I, I don't, I didn't even know. I, I opened this Pandora box full of, uh, of, you know, this the Red Special World and the, the Brian May World is so rich and so, so full of it. I didn't even know I would, it would be such a, a complicated, complicated world, world, really. So when you started looking, uh, obviously, were you just looking for 
like info on Queen. You didn't know who Brian May was. No, I, I remember something funny at the beginning when I was looking at Queen videos. I was always wondering. Uh, I think it was the Bohemian Rhapsody video. Uh, who was playing guitar? Because I saw John, John Deacon had, had his bass and Brian had his guitar, and I I didn't know the difference at the time. Really, I thought John was playing the solo for like a week or so, and then yeah. I, re <laughs> I, I realized that it was Brian. And it was Fair just, just very naive, you know. I didn't even know about music back then, really. So you, you really got into it through the the music and wanting to make that sound and yeah, and, and play those songs. And now that I, now that I rewatch those those ancient videos of um, of One Vision with the wrong chords and everything, oh, I cringe. Oh no, <laughs> it's awful. I, I always cringe watching those videos because at the time I felt so proud, you know. When you don't know how to play a song, you you try a chord and it kind of sounds nice. You say, "Oh, perfect! It's perfect." And then now that I look back, I I don't know how I was proud about that, but I was, and I think that's the most important thing. Definitely, and we can all relate to that when you pick up yeah. guitar, especially with some of the Queen stuff. Uh, when you start out, it's it's yeah not as straightforward as it comes across. And Brian's a very talented player, as we. We all know from listening yeah. to him. So, getting it right's not easy. Definitely, for sure. So you you're online looking and you're trying to find out information. Is that with the mindset of trying to find out what equipment Brian was using to get that sound, or you just was that an accident that you stumbled across the forum? And I think that I stumbled across the forum while looking for the gear Brian used, because I I, I knew he used Vox AC30s. I saw those voxes in live shows, you know, like Live Aid. I, I saw that they, th those voxes were everywhere, and he had l such a lot of them. So I I went in a shop, and I found um, a very cheap Vox Cambridge 15. And I bought it. I couldn't just couldn't resist. I was like, oh, but it's a Vox. Brian uses Vox. I need one. <laughs> and I, I thought all voxes were like the same, you know. I didn't know about amplifiers that much. It was my first amp. So had it put against the wall, played it, and it sounded, I thought it sounded great. And I sold it like uh, a year ago, because it really it sounded bad. And <laughs> the distortion was, um, especially since I had the treble booster, I plugged, I plugged in the treble booster and it sounded really bad and really grainy and high pitched and just bad. And I sold it to someone that was very happy with it, so I'm pretty happy myself. <laughs> so <laughs> that's always good um yeah. so did you find out did you use the forum to help you find out all the information about brian and the rig and oh it certainly guitar, helped or? me yeah yeah it certainly helped me a lot um i think it helped me about the travel boosters a lot uh, i think it's the most important thing that the, the forum offered me at the beginning it, that brian yeah. used the travel booster so it, my, the first Christmas since I had, um, since I played guitar, I asked my parents for a travel booster for Christmas, and they bought me a Screaming Bird travel booster from Electro Harmonics, I think. And uh, it it was a strange situation because I plugged it in and it sounded bad. It sounded with the um, I already had that Joyo pedal, Joyo AC tone pedal. It's one of it's, yep. I think it's, it's the first pedal that I've ever bought, and Along with the travel booster, it sounded bad because now I, now that I look back at it, it's because the travel booster is 
um, has too much high end and not enough gain. But then I thought, ah yeah, it sounds bad, but Brian uses one. So it must be my fault if it sounds bad. <laughs> it, must, it must be uh, my ears who don't work. If, you know, just very naive. It was, since, the, since then, the forum corrected me about that. <laughs> when I, when yeah. I see some people having like a 20 travel boosters on the table, I'm always like, that's just the best picture ever. Awesome. <laughs> yeah there's a few options out there i think it's quite a and it's, it's one of those i think where when you're new to it as well we all come in and you look for trying to find the things that are affordable or that are within your price yeah. range at the time yeah because we're not uh we are very modest we are a modest family really so uh yeah. the, the the screaming bird travel booster was the, the cheapest option in our local music shops and the the year after I said, I, I, by the time I had realized that this trouble booster was not going to do it. So uh, I said, oh, and now I know Brian uses a trouble booster touring. And I saw online that Nigel Knight sells a trouble booster touring. So I want a trouble booster touring from Nigel Knight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, okay. And they, bought, uh, they, asked, they emailed him very kind, and he very kindly answered, saying he had a B-stock trouble, bo trouble booster touring for cheaper than what he would normally sell them. So I got my, my touring booster for Christmas, for the next Christmas. And it was, that, that changed everything really. And since then I had showed it that trouble, I had, I had showed the trouble booster to my guitar teacher and he didn't understand it. He was like, <laughs> what? What is that? I can't, I can't even turn it on or off. It's just always on. And I, I say I said to him, yeah, but it's it's a booster that is supposed to, not really as a solo booster, but as to amplify and to to change the gain of the amps as a whole, in the, for the whole songs for the, you know, and he was like, yeah, okay, 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 just forget it. He was not gonna buy one. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's an interesting one, the Brian May rig. When you start talking to, yeah, what I probably insult everyone now, but normal guitar players. Um, not because we're not normal as Red Special fans and Brian May fans. A bit nerdy at the most. But it's it's different, isn't it? Not many people yeah. have effects that are always on, and most players use lots of different effects to make different sounds. Whereas Brian has his sound and he controls that sound with the guitar and the switches and the volume and um, the guitar so versatile that you don't need bells and whistles and stomp boxes to uh, yeah. to do no. And so I was yeah, using it just... all badly. I was using all these effects badly. I had bought a very cheap chorus, a Joyo chorus from AliExpress. And nice. uh, I, had, I, I didn't knew how I was supposed to use it. I just knew Brian used the chorus. So I, right. Trouble Booster, Chorus, Distorted Amp. Yeah. Or, or sometimes even Chorus, Trouble Booster, Amp. So it was... Yeah, it didn't sound good, of course. No. But... I, it, yeah, again, I thought, yeah, my ears are probably fooling me. And it sounds yeah. good. I just don't realize it. It's, um, <laughs> it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because yeah. y you just don't know. And I remember, oh, it's a long time ago, I sound old now. And I'm not that old, but maybe I <laughs> a am. A long time I don't ago. want to admit it. Yeah, when I, when I was a lad. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I just, your story resonates so much because it's exactly the same, same path I went off and 
I got at that point, the Burns had just been released. So I bought myself a, a Burns guitar and I'd only been playing guitar for six months and I probably didn't really deserve one, but it's what Brian was selling. And, and I bought that and then I bought a Vox amp and I, I think I contacted Greg Fryer to buy a treble booster and I probably bought some other rubbish treble boosters before the Fryer and you end up buying all the wrong gear and getting yeah. disheartened and then someone somewhere the light bulb goes off and they tell you no what you want is this this and this and and yeah. off you go down the right path and all of a sudden it starts to, to fall into place i still have it here there the it is the screaming the bird. screaming bird the screaming so bird of, of doom should i say <laughs> i'm sure someone would buy it and use it but just to, <laughs> yeah, to point absolutely. out to anyone listening um Merlin and I are talking via Zoom, and we've got the camera on today, so Merlin Oh, yeah, can sorry, show I didn't realise. <laughs> no, it's fine. People obviously listening in. So, yeah, what an interesting story, though, Merlin. So, you've obviously then, you've got your guitar, you, you've, your parents have spoken to Nigel, and I just shout out to Nigel Knight. He is one of the, considering he is part of the inside of the Brian May camp, he is one of the nicest, most nicest generous guy. and helpful Absolutely. blokes that you could ever possibly want to meet with this stuff and he, he helps us all out far more than any of us of us actually realize and he's um he's a truly good egg and a nice chap yeah very patient we, we i think very. we sent him like 20 emails or something like that to plan everything because i have parents that are really reluctant to use uh, credit cards and everything so yeah. we had to to discuss with him how we could maybe do a bank transfer or something like that. And it was f difficult, really. And he was so patient and so un he understood the situation very well. He was yep. so kind, really. He's a very kind, kind man, as you said. He's, he's brilliant. And he, what a great person to have on the inside of the forum as well. And, and one of the members, That's, his knowledge is very, very rich and he, he shares it openly. It's, um, yeah, we're well, really lucky as a forum to have people like that on the yeah. inside. And you joined the forum then. So talk to us yeah. about, about that when you joined and what what did you first sort of notice and realize? And was it a big curtain reveal and the penny dropped or was it? Oh, first my dear, thing I a... found um, Marco from Italy, Marco, Marco Giuseppe Di Marco. He was, I, I, I always, I think it's he, he inspired me in a lot of ways uh, regarding the gear and uh, what sound I should expect from my rig to sound like, really. Uh, because I saw see, some old videos he did, like with the, how a chorus works, how, uh, how a travel booster works. I think he's the one really who helped me the most. Not, um, not voluntarily from him, but it's just his, video was, his videos were so helpful. And they yeah. helped me, to, yeah, really helped me. Then I, I think my, the first post I made in, on the Red Special Forum was, uh, was um, a very rough cover of Procession that I did, I recorded, very out, with out of sync uh, beats and, uh, but I, I was just, again, I was so proud of myself. Yeah. <laughs> How did that go down when you posted it up? Uh, I asked for, um, for comments and if, um, if I did something wrong, wrong, they, maybe they can write it down the comments and, uh, helped me, help me with it. So a very kind person. Uh, said yeah the beats are are off sync maybe you should solve that and uh, 
otherwise the, the sound itself is quite good and uh, that, that's true and when I look back at it I'm very I was very happy about the sound I was getting there I had been I think a, a huge influence is also that the fact that I used um, guitar software guitar softwares from almost from the beginning really yeah yeah maybe that's a subject we can go a bit deeper yep definitely yeah because I know um, now you're using as we, we might as well go into now now you're using amplitude 5 yeah. I think yeah yeah and um, I started uh, using uh, guitar rig 5 and it was um, my guitar teacher who told me about that he said it's a great thing um, you can find the cracked version online uh, and uh, I, I knew I had again from my uncle who left us some gear he left us a nice mixing desk uh, small uh, mixing desk from Tascam with uh, an inbuilt audio interface but very yeah. old so I found drivers online and on a very old website and uh, plugged it in plugged the guitar in and I had those that guitar ring and those amps um, on my screen and the sound in my ears yeah. it was a life-changing experience really because I could jam to the max w without annoying my parents and everyone in the house you know and that's still the, the reason why I, I use them the most is that I can plug my headphones get up and jam with headphones and just feel like you're in the middle of an, of an arena it's the best that's why I use them really so you um so you're using guitar rig and then yeah. more recently you've gone on to use amplitude is that yeah because of the Brian May stuff coming out and yeah. a review by Marco G. DeMarco, or is it uh, your own choice? Yeah, I, I was already in the Red Special Forum, but that, by that point when Amplitude 4 came out, uh, the the, no, the Brian May pack for Amplitude 4 came out. And uh, I thought, oh, yeah, that may be interesting. I saw some nice reviews, some very good sounds from a lot of you guys. And uh, so I installed the software, cracked it again, but uh, uh yeah we won't, we won't tell amplitude I, and they I, won't be listening yeah. so it's but fine. since i yeah to justify myself a bit i did buy the um, the the five the amplitude five so because I, the, the, yeah sorry jamie <laughs> um <laughs> and the amplitude was nice but i really i think guitar rig i still used guitar rig at that point too a lot Guitar Rig had a Nasi 30 model too, and it had a lot more bass end than the Amplitude one. So I, it was a kind of a strange situation where the cab room, the, ca the way where you, you can use the mics and the room and everything in Amplitude was great, and the AC30 model in Guitar Rig was awesome. And I could, I, I, I tried since to mix the two softwares, one after the other in a, in a DAW, Digital audio workstation, yeah. something like that, and um, and had some great results, but it's too far too complicated now that I think of it because uh, it takes too too much time um, in comparison to the time of playing. You know, it was like two hours of tweaking and uh, ten minutes of playing. You know, I was like doing a chord, changing, doing a chord, changing. <laughs> yeah. It's alright if you've got COVID COVID lockdown time, but yeah. And that, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That helped, helped a lot. I did that so, all day. 
And were you using your um, treble booster touring into that, or are you using the built-in treble booster? At the beginning, with the with the the, the mixing desk, I had the old mixing desk I had, it was just uh, the guitar plugged in and using the the inbuilt treble booster and guitar rig. And after that, the that mixing desk had uh, some problems because the drivers that was were installed on the computer were so old that there was they were blue screens every time like uh, after like an hour or so of playing the the PC would crash so it was not possible anymore to play um with it so um i bought myself an audio interface uh it was a Focusrite Scarlett solo so with uh, only a jack input and um XLR input for microphone and it was maybe it was the same year I got the treble booster, same Christmas, and uh, I, I put the two together, the treble booster on the on the Scarlet, with a jack um, yep. into the, into the into the interface, and that changed everything. I I hadn't realized how bad the treble booster um, in guitar rig was, the inbuilt treble booster, and when I plugged this one in, it changed everything. I discovered those those clean sounds, those. Yeah, uh, the, the the things we all love about the the Red Special gear, the brand May gear, the fact that you can lower the gain on the guitar and the yeah. volume, it changed the gain on the amp. I discovered all that at the same time th that Christmas when I got the interface and the travel booster at the same time. What a lovely, lovely thing to experience firsthand as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's such a moment when you realize how interactive the guitar is and very impressive. Yeah. Everything's at your fingertips. It's um, it's a lovely. I wish. Well, remember my first time, very well. <laughs> your first time. Yeah. Well, with the guitar and with the right equipment or the right oh, yeah. ability to make the right sound. And yeah. um, when you roll the the volume off on the guitar for the first time with the yeah. the correct pickup selection on and the how coin. the coin. Yeah, and just how how connected you are with it all and more so than on a normal guitar playing where you would stomp on a pedal and it would change and you don't really play I, with the volume I much. I can't do that yeah I can't do that I'm playing in a, in a band in my high school in my high school now and uh, we're playing like rock songs from different styles and we're playing some Pink Floyd and um, and some Queen too and I am just I don't want to take two two three guitars with me and just having a board full of pedals I don't want that I just I think it's so much easier to use the red special, just changing, switching from clean sounds to distorted sounds, just with the volume. You know, it's definitely. I, I I don't know why you would bother using something else. <laughs> because people are weird and they don't yeah. understand the red special. Yeah, I have been in, interested a lot in the um, in David Gilmour's gear in David Gilmour recently, and his rig is awfully complicated compared to Brian's. Really, Definitely. with all sorts of guitars, of pickups, of compressors, and every he had like a board of tw fifteen pedals on it. I, I don't want to buy all of them. I, I can't. Too much. No, it's expensive. <laughs> Thanks, oh, Brian, yeah. for uh, making. Thank your you for so the simplicity. Small. Yeah, but yet again, <laughs> all all his all his gear is like limited editions and uh, discontinued. Discontinued. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that's, it's still expensive. Brian's gear is quite expensive, I have to say. Yeah, no, it's it's tough to get hold of. When a lot of it nowadays, 
No, it's it's not, and it, a lot of it is um, Nigel Knight treble boosters and N Nigel Knight custom switching equipment and G major twos and amplifiers. But you can get pretty close with. I think Amplitude's a great tool for, as you said, for for playing at home in your room. Or, um, I mean, Thomas Broncard, his YouTube channel is fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Um, just to to name drop a few, and Marco obviously do with his one take guitar songs at the moment. Yeah. It's it definitely was, worth checking yeah, out. It was a funny, funny time. I asked him um, a long time ago. I asked him if he knew that guitar rig software, and he said, "Oh no, I'm, a, I'm an old school guy. I don't use <laughs> softwares." Ironic, let's say. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he's also got yeah. a thing for a, a red dot or a bit of black tape. There's a, yeah, an in joke there between yeah. you two. Yeah, yeah, you know, he he doesn't believe me, but I know the red dot under under guitar adds more sustain i know it and he doesn't believe me and next time i go to italy to see him I, when he when he's back he's turned i'll stick the red dot somewhere on his red special i'm sure he will not well, see I've, I've got an exclusive here tonight for you merlin um oh, yeah unknown by many people but i'm in a fortunate position to know the red dot was only removed by Greg Fryer when he removed the black piece of tape that was covering the red dot. So no. the red dot has been on the guitar up until Greg restored it. It was just under the black tape. No way. Yep. Oh, oh, that's a nice story, really. Maybe, yeah, no. maybe the black tape like uh, subtracts fre frequencies and <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like a plus, yep. a, a minus, and a plus. You know, yeah. positive, negative, make a negative. I I'll let you come up with a new theory now, yeah. But um, <laughs> the red dot's been on there the whole time up until when when Greg restored it. Ah, now um, I have to make up a whole story again. Well, I can't think Marco's <laughs> going to listen to this, so maybe he won't know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, and then, so you talk about the meetup in Italy, and I remember watching, um, and it's one of those moments that sticks in my mind, because... You went to the Italian meetup, um, and you had a great time. I've never been to the Italian one; it's on my list to do. Um, but I obviously favour the British one because that's the one I arrange. Yeah. And the the American one because they speak English too. But um, yeah. I remember a video of you playing guitar at the Italian meetup, and you look like you're in your element, and you're you're playing away. And yeah, I was in a different world, really. I I, I think I. I would love to do it again because um, it was strange playing all those guitars because you know I tried Marcos Danson, Danson yeah. guitars, um, and Mr. Capodali Valerio Capodali. Um, it was a C quadro red special, I think, yep. and uh, another red special I can't remember the name. But I tried these three guitars and I can't m remember anything about them. I, I wish I did. I, the only thing I remember is that the um, the dancehall was diffi very difficult to play. I think because yeah. the maybe the shape of the neck and the f the the radius of the fingerboard. I don't know, but I, I just remember that it was very difficult to play. But the sound, the the, the sound is something I'll always remember. The the, the greatness of those amps behind you. Yeah. The stereo spread and everything. It's lovely. And what's great about the meetups, obviously, is that you've got people with all of the different equipment and you can go along and you can see all these different guitars and you can see and hear in the room what Brian's rig actually sounds like because you've got people with AC30s and choruses and the stereo set up. And yeah. the, the meetups are fantastic because if you don't, 
none of this stuff that Brian uses is really in a guitar shop. Back when they were open, you can walk in and go, I want to try a Treble Booster Touring yeah. or a Nigel Knight Red 18. It's, yeah. They're not in shops. So you buy them on faith. But at the meetups, obviously, you can go along and people have got it and you can try it and listen to it and speak to them about it and see it and touch it and taste it and know it it's real. And then you can go, I like that or I don't like that or that's awesome. It's not so good. And you get to, to pick out what you want. Yeah, it was really cool. I I, I discovered um, the difference between uh, the 3M setups and the 2M setups, like how yeah. different it sounds. Uh, I don't yeah. know if you, t you think you, you know that very well. Like, uh, yeah. I was shocked how, how wide the 3M, 3M setup sounded. Like, it, it felt really like it was coming from the whole room. Yeah. Uh, but I pr preferred the sound of the 2M setup, I think, because it, it sounded like it had more chorus in it. It's, yeah. a, it's, it's a strange, um, strange thing to describe, really. It's such an interesting one because there is a difference between the three and the two. And yeah. it's one of those, you try and explain it with words and it doesn't really come across very well. But to be in the room with it and have someone switching one off and on and even the different choruses that Brian's used over the years, with mainly the C1 or the, the G major, there is a difference and they yeah. feel different when you play them as well. And um that doesn't translate unless you're in the room yeah. with it getting see, blasted see, by see how hard it is to to, to 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 explain that to a guitarist now see how imagine how hard it is to explain that to someone who doesn't play guitar like yeah. i had to explain <laughs> that to my parent to my my mother when i came back home and i was like you know it was like and she didn't understand anything but she was like oh yeah cool it's cool you had fun yeah yeah, well, I get that from my wife. She's like, oh, what's the difference between that guitar and this one and that amp and that one? It's like, they're just different. It's easy. Yeah. I'll go and talk to my friends on the forum about it because they're going to understand them. Yeah, yeah. It's the, it's the one place I can uh, I can geek about guitars, you know? Yeah. I don't have any guitarist it's... friends in real life. So I think it's the only place I can really chat with people about guitars and... Uh, Mo many people that I, that I now chat on WhatsApp and Messenger and everything, I met them on the forum. Yep. Example, I, I think that the best way, the best example is uh, I met a very nice person from Chile. And uh, he's a guitar player too. Uh, he he was very quiet on the Red Special forum, but he asked me some things in, on Messenger about softwares and everything, and I helped him. And it's been like two years and we are now the, the best friends in the world. And we discuss yeah. you know, it, that forum is a way of meeting people. A, a it's a um, great way. Definitely, you know, it's the whole reason why I bought the meetups back in the UK was because I wanted to bring the people together that I've known for nearly 20 years from me being involved in all this. And um, I've met some fantastic people and some, some of my best friends are forum members. And I've got to, to do this and I've got to speak to you and I've got to go to other meetups and, you know, some of my friends I speak to every day, I won't name drop them, but the people I've met at meetups that I speak to every single day via messenger. And yeah. it's, um, I don't know, it's, I don't, I often look at the forum and think of the negatives because there are a few, um, yeah. but I then I take that step back and i remember that actually i've met some of the my best friends in in the world through it and it brings us all together and it's that common love of queen brian may that that guitar and and the stuff that that brings us all together and 
I think that's so important to take away is it's not just about whether or not you can play guitar or not. Um, but this, everyone has this love of, of Brian and what he did with his father and with Harold and, and building the guitar originally and then going on to use that. It's, it's such a wonderful story. And, you know, how can people not love it and then want to, to talk about it all day? Yeah, a great example was the other day. I saw um, someone asked for a treble booster, if you could borrow a treble booster to someone like for yeah. a day or so. And so and many people replied and I was like, oh, that's just wholesome. Just yeah. th that's why the, that's why the forum exists. Exactly. As you said, I think you wrote too. Definitely. Well, and it is, it's, you don't, I, I often think, I don't think I know, because you look for them. You look at like the Eddie Van Halen forum, and I'm not dissing anyone that's on any other forum, or the, the Steve Vai forum, or the Eric Johnson forum, and you've not got this community like we have with the Red Special. And I don't know why that is. I don't know if that's because Brian's such a good example, or because the guitar is so unique, or because it attracts a certain type of individual. But we've got something really special in this community, and it's it's worth yeah. preserving. Yeah, like that, especially with the guitar, you know, it's it's there at special. It's not, in every other group. There's like I think in Eddie Van Halen groups, there are like the the Frankenstrats, the one and only yeah. Frankenstrats. But many people idolize other guitars like Wolfgangs and uh, and other Eddie Van Halen guitars. There's only one Red Special, and that's the main difference. That we are all obsessed about that one guitar, that one piece of yeah. wood, that, of wood that Brian carved like 50 years ago. It's amazing. Yeah, it is. And so we haven't really talked about it, but when did you learn that Brian made the guitar? Because that was quite a big thing for me. I think that was it, just after joining the forum. I, I, I didn't know that before. I, I, that's because I had bought my BMG just before uh, joining the forum, I think. So I, I just thought like, oh, Brian must use one of these BMGs, you know? I, yeah. I, I didn't realize that, that it was a, an industrial replica, or not a replica, but a, a copy, you know? Yeah. And I, did, I thought he was just using one of those, and I was like, come on, mom and dad, give me money, I want to buy the same guitar Brian May uses. <laughs> yeah, and now I, I, I think I'm, I don't want to spend so much on, a, on another Red Special replica. I'm so happy with that BMG. Really? You've modded yours, haven't you? You've done some I, mods yeah, to it. I did. I did some mods. Um, it's got some new pickups. It's got some new pickups. Some um, made my by the the wizard Matt Neverhood. Neverhood. Yep. And um, some Yonderbosk sovereigns. The, are yon, they? the, yon, the Yonderbosk, yeah, sovereign, yeah. I had. Um, I asked for a special custom set, like that was a bit more. Um, had a bit more output, because I yep. always thought like that. That Vox MV50 had just not enough gain, so I thought maybe if I had a bit more power in the in the pickups, that may change something. Just just as it? a bit, not really. Especially, I think <laughs> it sounds a bit different on the out of phase sounds, but that may just be the the fact that the pickups themselves are are good quality. So I don't yeah. know, but it, it didn't do anything bad, so that's all right. Fair but enough. they sound freaking lovely. They're great. And you, am, I, am I right in thinking they're black on your guitar as well? They are black. Let me grab the guitar. Yeah, they are black. You can see they have gold yep. um, graving 
gold um, text written on it. And it's written Merlin's Excalibur. Nice. That was a nice little touch for a custom. I thought, you know, I had big problems with that guitar. Um, the original one I had uh, had a faulty truss rod. Faulty truss rod. Right. Uh, it was just not going to, to turn when you would adjust up there. And so I brought it to a luthier who, sell, who told me that uh, I needed to send it back to, to the factory in England. And I was just so saddened and everything. Um, I sent it back. And it was a kind of negotiations between me and them. Like, what should we do? Should we replace the guitar in itself? Or should we try to repair it? So I thought, yeah, try to repair it first. Because I really liked that guitar and I didn't. I feared that the, the, another one would be different, a new one would be different. Yeah. yeah. So I asked them to repair it. But then they lost the guitar. They had an incident involving the guitar and uh, it, it was not repairable anymore. So they had to send me a new one. Right. And uh, that's the one with the, the new pickups on it. And uh, I, I, my fears were not justified. It's just as good as the previous one, really. The, the thing it looks a bit darker. A bit darker. Yeah. Looks lovely. It looks like um, with the black pickups, it looks reminiscent of a guild. Yeah, that I think that's a goal I want to achieve one day. Just try, I'm trying to find um, a black tremolo system. It's something that doesn't need any routing, any drilling. A tremolo that would be compatible with the um, with this one, with the with the holes and everything. I know it exists because I know there is um, a BMG that uses one. I think it was is the Frank Frank guitar. I think the Frank yep, BMG. Exactly. I think it has a black tremolo. I want to find one too because I, I don't I don't feel like putting a, a color in it. You know those yep. color trem systems. No, it makes sense. The pain so to, to all those. To all those listening to the Red Special Guitar Podcast right now, if you know of anywhere where Merlin can get hold of a black tremolo that will slot straight into his BMG, then email the podcast so I can get in touch with him or contact him directly and let him know. Let's see if we can't find Merlin a black tremolo. Yeah, thanks for the support, man. Thank you. No worries. Also, it's, um, it's a great looking guitar. Uh, black, black, tun black tuning buttons, tunic pegs. Yeah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I'm sure those are easier to find, Merlin, or you can yeah, get a Sharpie yeah. out and colour them in. Probably, yeah. Or paint them back black or something. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure someone listening to the podcast knows exactly where to go to buy one. And yeah, um, hopefully they can get in touch and, and let me know, because it'd be great to help you out. It's a yeah. great looking guitar. And you, I was just going to go back to um, a couple of... One of the things that really stood out for me with your story, having watched you from the forum, so to speak, is... I remember that video of you at the Italian meetup and you post someone, post, I don't know whether it was you that posted it up, but there was some criticism you got yeah. on your playing. And I don't know who that was and I hope yeah. you are listening, I, but yeah, <laughs> I just want to say if you criticize Merlin's playing back then, then you want to go and check him out now because he would smoke most of the, the decent players on the forum right now with the amount of effort and, and, Pro yeah. uh, I think the word was dire. Progress. Yeah. I yeah. Think the criticism was it was dire. Yeah. It's... Just just no no context no sentence just dire. Yeah. And yeah. Definitely it's, not I, dire I now, cool That some I I thought I, I thought that that many people came and defended me because I'm always too nice with those people. I'm always like, 
oh yeah maybe you could tell me what i could do better and uh, everything well i should just tell them to f off you know <laughs> and well i think out. the best thing you could do is what you've done merlin which is just get better and better and better and my what a player you are right now i can't wait to see where you end up in a couple of years time because if you carry on making the progress like you have you you're you're just going to be one of those people that we all refer to as uh, you want to go and check out merlin if you want to learn something because he's got it down yeah i i really hope i can do some more stuff i think i'm aimed more towards those tutorials now i did the first yep. one uh, the other day about some books yeah. we love and it yeah, seems really to have helped some people. So I had some nice feedback uh, from Messenger. People had wrote me saying uh, thank you for that. And uh, somebody asked me for a headlong, so maybe I can do a tutorial of yep. headlong. So I think I'm also I would like to do a big shootout to um, to Basics Four, Matt yep. uh, Hutch, Hunt, Hutchinson, I think. Yep. Hutchinson. It's his. I, I watched all those videos. Really, I, I think I watched all of them. And he's the one who, who, who put me into harmonizing stuff. You know, the harmonized guitars and um, old Queen guitar solos. The complexity of those solos. Just it, it, he did flawless covers. I would like to thank him for that because they, I really, they, they really, they was they were important in my uh, in my learning process. Definitely, Matt's a great guy too. He um, has a wicked sense of humor and. He's been on the forum for longer than me, and he's um, yeah, he's a fantastic guitar player. I mean, the guitar he uses in those videos, he built himself. Yeah. Um, and he has a, an absolutely wonderful, dry sense of humour. Um, I'm sure he'd be really pleased to know that he's helped you out along the way. And Merlin, you have to come to the UK meetup this year in October oh, yeah, if we're need... allowed to. I need to. And, um, I don't, I you don't can meet everyone. Be allowed this year as I uh, I'm doing a very special year at school uh, starting um, my last very last year of high school I already did three years I need to do one more and it's starting exactly at that period unfortunately I have all the um, all the summer um, holiday to to go um, and do um, a linguistic trip in Germany because I have yep. to and uh, so they leave us more time during the during the summer holiday and uh, we will be starting um, back in October, so unfortunately I won't be able to, to make it to the meetup this year. But I will come, I will. I promise, it's a promise I make you. Well, if you promise you'll come, I promise I'll keep organizing them to make sure that you have one to yeah. come to. Yeah, I think, I think you, from the videos I saw of it, I think you did a great job. I saw many yeah, people, we're quite... people, people coming back happy about how it was organized. and. We're quite lucky because of um, being in the UK and who we can lean on a little bit to to come along. And we, we I think um, there's a big, strong community of UK based, but we get a lot of people like Peter Michalowski and Gerben and Marcus and Uli and um, I could go on throughout everyone that comes, but there's a, such a lovely core of people that come along. And, uh, yeah. If if anyone's listening to this and they haven't witnessed a meetup, then go and have a look on the, the Facebook page, the Red Special Community, or the Red Special Forum, or the Red Special Guitar Podcast. Um, and you can find out all about the meetups because the UK one is—I don't know—they're all good, but the yeah. UK one the UK is, is um, pretty special. Yeah, yeah, it has something. It is. that's more special. But I, 
I think you need to come to the Italian one one day. I had a lot of fun, but I I didn't know any of how meetups works and everything. So I, to me, it was cool. Maybe you are more experienced in this matter than me. So I think you maybe you have less fun, especially because they're all speaking Italian. Marco yeah. and uh, another very nice lady from there translated me some stuff that they were speaking in Italian. So I I had a I still had a lot of fun. And meeting Good. meeting Marco and all those people that I saw on Facebook were like it was very special. And it it, it definitely helps with because Facebook is, I mean a lot of it is t like written text that people read. And you can read things out of context quite easily. And I think one of the things that I get from the meetups and the people that come get is that you meet the people behind the keyboard and you actually spend some time with them and realize they're pretty much just like you and they don't mean half the mean things that come out because they're a joke and you've just re yeah. misread it and um, it's nice because when you go home and then you message that person you know who they are because you spent some time with them yeah even even doing zoom calls and um, things similar you know i did some zoom calls with that chilean friend i told you about uh, yep. recently it's, it's just another world just instead of writing to that person being in front of them even with a webcam it's something really yeah. something else and it's, I'm just so thankful for that, that special forum, just because it brought me so many friends, so many, so many social contacts that I didn't have before. It's, I think it's, it's, it's one of the most important things in my life. I, I, I'm, I'm not, yeah, really. No, I mean it. And it's, you're a, you're a great ambassador for it as well, Merlin, because you, you are the youth of the forum, I'd say, probably not as young as some of the members out there that have recently joined, but yeah. you are the future of the forum and. And it's great to see so many passionate youngsters on the forum wanting to to get better at guitar and understand things and know more about the equipment and the history. And, and it's just great to see it continues on all these years after we started it or it was started back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, as you say, I may be the youth of the forum. Yeah, but I, I really don't know what I can do with that and what, what I can do to, to use that... Um, that title you give me, how I can <laughs> how I can make a good use of it, you know. Well, I think keep doing what you're doing, sir, is probably the best advice. And yeah, I'll do that helping anyway. people out, helping people out if they're struggling or if you've got people. Hopefully, people will listen to this and and know that your your journey in a relatively short space of time compared to to most, yeah. you've got such such um. Your your skills on the guitar have improved massively through hard work and dedication. And yeah, yeah. Even I, even I, I, I don't always believe how fast I improved. You know, I, I look back at videos from one year ago and I already cringe at how, uh, how the <laughs> how my playing was different to what it is today. Yeah, it shocks even me. You know. Well, you're better than I am, and I'm. There's always there's longer. always room for improvement. There's always room for yeah. improvement. Always. There is. So what's next for you, Merlin? Are you, apart from the new tremolo for your guitar in the Brian May world, are you just yeah. going to keep doing, you, are you going to build your own one day like Brian or are you? Yeah, I want to. Yeah. I, I think now that I still live with my parents and everything in, in that small flat and we don't have the, um, the tools, we don't have the, um, the money, but when, I, when I'll be on my own, I, I will do some crazy stuff. I have plans for very, really, really crazy stuff that I want to keep secret. Secret. Okay. Well, maybe when um, 
in a few years time we'll we'll get back in touch with you and we can yeah. talk about what those plans are and you can tell us what you've what done yeah, it would be a pleasure merlin thank you so much for your time it's been great talking to you and i really mean it when i say that you i think of you as the youth of the forum and i think you've done great things in a short space of time and your activity on the red special forum on facebook is always good good humored good natured and adds something to the community and i really hope that in the not too distant future i can meet you in person at one of the meetups but thank you so much for your time i, I hope you've enjoyed talking to me because i've certainly enjoyed talking yeah. to you yeah you are very welcome it was, a, it was a real pleasure to talk with you uh it's a honor being part of this of this whole community being part of even of this podcast it's a whole it's a real honor honor yeah so well, you keep safe you keep keep safe merlin and i'll speak yeah. to you again soon stay safe john and that was merlin everyone thank you so much merlin for your time it's absolutely fantastic chatting to you learning your story it amazes me how similar all of our stories are as to how we got into all this and, and the journey it's taken us on and um since posting or since recording the podcast merlin is actually looking to come to the uk meetup if covid allows this year in october in Thiel. so merlin look forward to meeting you there buying your drink and shaking your well bumping your elbow hopefully um yeah thanks merlin so i mentioned briefly before the chat to merlin about how you can support the podcast to help it grow I'd, I'd really like it if people could like and subscribe that that helps people find the channel um, and also, if you are able to, for the, the cost of £3 a month, you can support the channel and help me help it grow through our Patreon, which enables you access to knowing which guests are coming on, being able to ask questions, um, and having a chat about other stuff outside of the podcast that's going on. But it helps you have that insight, which I think that those that do support um, enjoy and um, find some benefit from. Um, I'd also like to say that I've got some other episodes already pre-recorded, so hopefully the content will be coming a little faster than once a month from this point on. I'm going to try and get to two a month and then carry on from that. The next one is absolutely a great episode, I think, but I'll let you all find out who that is and what's going on in that when I post it live. But thanks again so much for listening, everyone. I've been John Underhill. This is the Red Special Guitar Podcast. Keep safe, and I'll catch you in the next one.